0: As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Praise to you, O Christ, Lamb of our salvation. You may be seated. The reading is on the back of the bulletin. It's from Matthew chapter 20. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Now when he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, You also go into the vineyard and whatever is right I will give you. So they went. Again, he went out about the sixth and the ninth hour and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour he went out and found others standing idle and said to them, Why have you been standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard and whatever is right you will receive. So when evening had come, the owner of the vineyard said to his steward, Call the laborers and give them their wages, beginning with the last of the first. And when those who came, who were hired about the eleventh hour, they each received a denarius. But when the first came, they supposed that they would receive more, and they likewise received each a denarius. And when they had received it, they complained against the landowner, saying, These last men have worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give to this last man the same as to you. Is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Or is your eye evil because I am good? So the last will be first and the first last. For many are called, but few chosen. This is God's word. Our hymn is our white sheet. 375, If Thy Beloved Son, O God. If Thy Beloved Son, O God, had not to earth descended, and in our mortal flesh and blood had not sin's power ended, then this poor wretched soul of mine in hell eternally would pine because of its transgression. But now I find sweet peace and rest, despair no more reigns over me. No more am I by sin oppressed, for Christ has borne sin for me. Upon the cross for me he died, that reconciled I might abide with thee, my God, forever. I trust in him with all my heart. Now all my sorrow ceases. His words abiding peace impart. His blood from guilt releases. Free grace through him I now obtain. He washes me from every stain and pure I stand before him all righteousness by works is vain the law brings condemnation true righteousness by faith I gain Christ's work is my salvation His death, that perfect sacrifice, has paid thy all-sufficient price. In Him my hope is anchored. My guilt, O Father, Thou hast laid on Christ the Son, my Saviour. Lord Jesus, Thou my debt hast paid and gained for me God's favor. O Holy Ghost, Thou fount of grace, the good in me to Thee I trace. In faith do Thou preserve me. Amen. All right, the season of Lent. The season of Lent is normally about bringing in those who are the catechumens, that is, teaching them the faith and going over it that they might come in and be uh, a part of the church. Well, that means that the pre Lenten season, usually we call it the Gesima season. Uh, because the names of the Gesima season, the three Sundays, are Septuagesima, Sexagesima, Quinquagesima, simply meaning 70, 60, and 50 days, approximately, uh, before we get to the 40 days of Easter. The Gesima season, then, is about the Word. It's about, well, people going out uh, into the vineyard that they might do God's mission work, it's about the word going out, that it might call people uh, to come to his church. Uh, it's going to be finally about a blind man whose eyes are opened, and that comes through the word, so that we see. We find that a blind man can see, and those that had their eyes open couldn't recognize Jesus. Why? Because he heard the word. It's all about the word of God during the Gethsemane season. With Matthew 20, we have a a parable in which Jesus is teaching about the kingdom of heaven. We know the kingdom of heaven is the church. But we're talking about the church as it exists here in this world. And so, uh, it is not the church that has gone triumphant to heaven in which it's only believers. Here we have believers who are gathered around the hearing of God's word, uh, the preaching, but we also find that there are some that are not believers. (coughs) And these believers also are mixed in with God's congregation here on earth with this church. Um, They are hanging around with believers, Uh, They may be doing things like believers do, but they're not really believers. And so this particular parable is going to teach us about what does God say about about this? Uh, If you happen to be, well, sitting in a pew, does that mean that you're already saved? Well, maybe, maybe not. Um, We need to, well, be careful, because that in and of itself, simply hanging around where believers are, doesn't make you a believer. All right. So, the kingdom of heaven, what's it like? Well, we're going to find out that there's a landowner. He's got a. Uh, he's going out and calling people into his vineyard. The vineyard is the place where the vines are. <laughs> uh, think of grapevines. There's work to be done in the vineyard. And this landowner is calling people to go to work. Um, He goes out early in the morning. He goes out at 9 a.m. He goes out at noon. He goes out at 3 o'clock. He goes out at 5 p.m. where there's only very little less, maybe an hour left. Uh, Nevertheless, he is wanting them to go into his vineyard. The vineyard is the church. We've got this unusual thing though uh, when we get to the end. Uh, And so uh, he tells his uh, manager uh, to call everybody, line them all up and uh, we're done, I'm gonna pay you your wages. And so he pays out the wages, everybody gets a denarius. Hmm. And so, we start off by going, well, if it's the church, and, well, if, if everybody gets a denarius, then, hmm, maybe we begin to think that this must be like heaven, um, that God's giving out heaven. Could the denarius be eternal life or heaven that God has given out? Well, it's not. When we get to the end, we find that those who were hired last behave quite differently from those who were hired first or at other parts of the day. Um, how do those last ones behave <laughs> when they get their denarius? What do they do? Took a hint in a Whoa. <laughs> They are not happy about this. They grumble. They complain. They don't like it. Right? Um, Hmm. Think about this. If the denarius is eternal life in heaven, who gets eternal life in heaven and, and complains and grumbles? No, this is not eternal life. It's not heaven at all. But they do get a denarius. What does he tell them? the road. What does he say? Take it and get out. Um, I, I would interpret that as sending them to hell. Uh, they get their denarius, but they don't get to stay. They are sent away. Hmm. About the others, some hired in the morning, some 9 a.m., 12 a.m., a.m. do any of those complain? No, not at all. Um, in fact, they're you know they're quite thankful uh, that they have that they have received. When we get to the end of the story, you have this, and people always are asking about this because Jesus sticks this at the end about so the last will be first and the first will be last. Hmm. We tend to think of somebody in a line, right? And so here are the people in the front and here are the people in the middle and here are the people at the end. And so we say, well, um, you know, you don't have to push and shove. Everybody's going to get, you know. uh, um. And so here we have Jesus, you might say, turning the line around and you might say giving to the last first and to the first last. But that's not what this means when we get to the end. When he says, the first will be last, and the last first. Those hired first, when they are last, they are outside the church. Those who consider themselves, let's put it this way, those who consider themselves first with God, best. Those who consider themselves the best of the best, he says, will find themselves sent to hell. Take your denarius and go, get out. To be first and then put last is to be gone. Those who consider them, well, last as regards God or lowly or humble or, or last, and says, oh yeah, everybody else better than I am. Those are the ones that are considered first in God's eyes. They receive eternal life. So in this particular story, those hired first don't get eternal life. And the rest of those in this story all receive eternal life. They are the ones who are hired last, and yet they become the ones who are first with God, that is, get to stay in heaven. It's a reversal. That's what this is about. So how did we get to this point? Let's go back to the beginning. What about those hired first? (laughs) He goes out early in the morning, tries to find some workers. He finds some. There they are. In fact, who would get out of bed early in the morning and have themselves waiting in the marketplace? What do they want to do? They want to work. You bet. And so here someone comes. They're eager to do works. And here someone comes who says, I would like you to come and do some works. I got work for you to do. But at this point, we got the problem. What do they say to the landowner? What do I get? What do I get get for this? I'm not doing any work. Unless what? You You pay me. Um, if I'm going to do an hour's worth of work, you're gonna pay me an hour's worth of wage. If I'm gonna do a day's worth of work, you're gonna pay me a day's worth of wage. Um, I wanna make sure that everything I, nothing free here. I'll do the work and you you're obligated to do this if I do the work. What's the contract? Well, a day's wage is a denarius. I'll pay you a day's wage. And they say, put it in writing, Sign your name to it. Let's shake. Great, we're going out into your vineyard. We're going to go do your work. And that's what they do. Mm -hmm. This is all in the realm of the law. This is all in the realm of I get paid for what I do. They don't trust the landowner. There's no graciousness. There's no mercy. All this is, is a... Law, work, environment. And that is it. And so they go out. When we get to the end of the day and he gives them their denarius, they got exactly what they worked for. Not a penny less, not a penny more. They worked for a day, they got a day's wage. Hmm. That's it can you get to heaven <laughs> by, by working and paying off, working hard enough to get a ticket to heaven? No, we'll get what we deserve. Yeah, what do you deserve? Not heaven. Not heaven, exactly. In fact, you can't, right, um, we can't even get halfway. We can't get a part. We can't get none of this. And so we see already that those at the beginning, uh, you might say, want to be in heaven. (laughs) They're going to work hard to try to do it. But in the end, they are rejected. Do they do work in God's house? Yep, sure they do. Um, They may come and they might, um, I don't know, let's say they mow the church lawn. Right? All right. So I'm a part of the membership. What do I do? My job is to mow the church lawn. Okay. God says, do you get paid? We need someone to mow the lawn. We need the lawn to be cut. Does God pay people who work for him? What kind of stuff does he give them? Gives them daily bread. He does, he wants to, here he is, but you know what? They're out there mowing the lawn, says, I don't need to be forgiven, I did my job. I mowed the lawn. Now, if I didn't mow the lawn, I guess I ought to be, I need forgiveness, don't I? But they're saying, nope, I deserve this. They get worldly, worldly rewards. Worldly rewards. In other words, someone looks at you and they say, wow, I saw you out there working at the church. You know what? You know, all those other people, you know, they do stuff inside, but I chose the outside job so that everybody that drove by could see me mowing the lawn. And everybody looks and they go, Whoa, did you see? He's out there mowing the lawn. And they pat me on the back and they respect me. Um, People get to see what I... There are worldly things that are provided and God says, Fine, I'll give you respect. People can look at you and have respect, you can get, you know, those kind of, of things, but it's all temporal, it's all worldly things uh, that, are, that are provided. Um, if you are a part of God's church, uh, you're, it may be easier to live at home with your spouse. If you do this, you might have business contacts, because people respect you, because you have a part of the church if you happen to uh, be a pastor and work in his church, you you might be paid. Um, All of those things are things that you get, but it doesn't mean that you have heaven. What about the others? He comes out to those about the third hour, and he says, hey, you're out here in the marketplace. You don't have a job. Come on into my vineyard. And whatever is right, I will pay you. Do they want a contract? Nope. Do they want to say, okay, let's see, I'll be there nine-twelfths of a day. I want, nope. What do they say? Okay. okay, whatever is right. They trust the landowner. The point is not the stuff. The point is that they get to go into the vineyard, and if there's work to do, they know he'll take care of them. Um, If I have to, uh, because I am a Christian, I have to get up earlier than someone else because that's when I do my daily prayers. If because I'm a Christian, I have to be honest and not do uh, uh, false labor for someone, uh, then so be it. If I have to pay my taxes where others don't because I'm a Christian, well, then so be it. If I have to do these things, the Lord will provide. But I'm trusting in the graciousness of the landowner. And at the end of the day, those that worked nine hours got paid a 12-hour wage. Those that worked half a day got paid a whole day's wage. Those who worked three hours got paid a whole day's wage. Those who worked only one hour got paid a whole day's wage. He was gracious, giving them more than they deserve, providing blessing after blessing after blessing. Um, This is what the landowner did. And all of those are temporal blessings that belong to this world. But more importantly, when it gets to the end, we would say at the end of our life or when Christ returns, um, he says, you know what? You did a whole lot better here. (laughs) You got a whole lot more than you ever deserved. But more than that, you get to stay because of the graciousness of the landowner in bringing you into his vineyard. Every one of us will have to take up our cross and follow him, but we know that the Lord will always provide. So we see that those who are hired, well, last, are the ones who are thankful. So, the kingdom of heaven, the church, what's it like? Well, there's believers and unbelievers, and they're all mixed together here in his congregation. Uh, Those who are saved are the ones who are not here to get something out of this life, but are here because they trust in the Son of God and the forgiveness of sins, and they know that God is going to give them eternal life freely concerning whatever they have to go through in this life, well, the Lord will provide for that uh, as well. We see a difference between works. Not all works, commanded, you might say, external works, are good. It's only, if you do a good work in order to try to earn, it's not a good work. If you do a good work out of thankfulness, comes out of, because I trust in Christ, I'm not trying to earn anything, I'm trying to please my master, that is a good work. And so we see side by side those who are working in the vineyard, and yet some of these are, well, the believers are actually doing good works, but the others are not. Questions? What do they complain about? The unbelievers. Yes. They do. Is. You're right. They would like to apply the law to everyone. Um, yep. I was thinking on the opposite side of that coin, but I, that's exactly the truth. more than what they Because they think that would be fair. But it, I mean, but it, wouldn't be fair. Right. It, it fair. So what is it that they don't like? They want what's fair. They don't want a gift. They're complaining. It's not that the denarius they got is a problem. They worked a day's wage and they got their denarius. The problem is, is that what? Somebody, else got, a gift. Somebody got a gift. Somebody's getting stuff they don't deserve. And we just can't have that. And so they're complaining about... Not the other people they're complaining. They're complaining about the generosity of the landowner. They're complaining about about what? He's giving out things free! Which is... Well, you compare that to the church, what do you find... They're really complaining about the gospel, that is the free gift of salvation that God's giving out and they don't like it. Wow. Uh, well, they're complaining about God. Yes, they're complaining about God. And the fact that whatever is right I will give you. I mean, that's his will. That is his will determines what His will determines and he provides. And so, yes, He says, isn't it not lawful, according to the word of God, that I would do it this way? And they say, well, no, you ought to do it according to what? Oh, yeah, God's following his word. Prayer this evening, which we ask God for, thank him for, Karen? Thank him for all the grace. Thank him for grace, for all that he has provided. Very good. I mentioned to some of you earlier, uh, Chuck Mann had back surgery. We'll include him in our prayers as as well as he's recovering. Any other? All right, get your uh, responsive prayer out. Please stand. Holy God, holy and most gracious Father, you shall have no other gods. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. He says, I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the fathers, to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way. To the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, we implore you favorably to hear the prayers of your people that we who are justly punished for our offenses may be mercifully delivered by your goodness. For the glory of your name, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior, who lives and reigns with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Heavenly Father, we praise you for being a gracious God, and we thank you for the many gifts you have showered upon us, Not only have you given us much more than we deserve and provided for earthly uh, uh, rewards, but we thank you for the gracious gift that's without merit, eternal life that was won by your Son. We ask also that you uh, might lessen pain and provide healing uh, for uh, Chuck, We ask it through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. O God, from whom come all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and also that we... Being defended from the fear of our enemies, may live in peace and quietness through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless us, defend us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life.